0: Hello, guys. Hold your horses tonight. We have a great show in front of us. This is Behind the Bunkers Live Weekly Paintball Podcast coming to you live on Facebook and YouTube. Lots of great stuff to get to on the show tonight and a ton of viewer comments sent in, so we'll get to most of those tonight. Uh, My name again is Todd Ansich. Thank you for joining me. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you in part by Manscaped. Head on over to Manscaped and put in BTB20 for 20% off. Ha! King me. Brilliant move, sir. Oh, but that is checkers. Checkmate. That reminds me. You ought to check your mates once a month for any lumps or bumps. Jeeves?
1: Oh, right away, sir. They look good from down here. Look at that, Jeeves. You've bested my checkmate again.
0: Manscaped's Monthly Minute, reminding you to check your man parts once a month. To learn more, go to manscaped.com slash tcs. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Um... Good news, bad news tonight. Uh, good news is we have uh, Gavin Sharma from Terratech Industries. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why you started with me first this evening, Todd, <laughs> but uh,
2: it is what it is, and I'm grateful that everybody is here this evening. In the chats, we are watching that, and we will we will read those out if they're witty enough. Uh, so I'm grateful for you joining us on Behind the Bunker. It is 8.05-ish on Monday night, and what I say every single week, make sure you hit that like, share, and tag a friend or three in the chat, and uh, we'll get the show kicked off.
0: Well, let's go over to Josh Zuby and check in with him and see how he's doing tonight. Yeah, please. Crickets. Crickets. All right, well Crickets. then, let's check in with Joe. Sorry, Joe from Flag Graders. Hey, what well, oh. the? Oh. All right, Gavin. It's Mom and dad, dad are team. away, boys. We're going to potty. It's a dream team tonight, so it'll just be Gavin and I, unfortunately. Uh, but the nice thing about that is we have you guys, ladies and gentlemen, and we're going to be uh, looking at our comments in the live chat. So join us either on Facebook or on, um, on YouTube and follow along with the show. Tonight's topic is going to be... What paintball product should be brought back first and foremost? And also, you could add the caveat, uh, but brought back, but with today's technology. Um, so think about that. You know, what about uh, what about uh, as an example? What if we brought the Revy back, uh, but with uh, eyes, uh, noise sensitivity, um, better plastic, better plastic, everything? So just think about that. So give it some thought. As the show goes on, we're going to ask you guys in the live chat to uh, to let us know. Uh, what else do we have going? Uh, a couple things.
1: I don't have your images, actually.
0: Uh, I just turned them on, so you might have to do what you did last time. So let explain, me know when That would explain the, tr- uh, the tight trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Uh, yeah, so we're going to watch you guys in the live chat. Matt's just uh, loading up something right now. Um, we're a little off just because, again, we're short people tonight. Gavin, do you have Facebook loaded up? I have Facebook loaded up. Okay then we are good to go. Um, let me know, Matt, when you're ready. Um, uh-oh. All right. So I see you guys in the live chat on Facebook. And now I see you guys on YouTube. So that's awesome. And we are working on it. Sorry about the question mark on your screen, but you'll see that. And the guys listening to the podcast, we could edit this out, but unfortunately... Meh. Yeah. By the way, I was speaking to someone today, in uh, a political person today, and she said she had to leave. She was going to uh, chair a, a meeting at um, Conestoga College. Okay. And I said, oh, what do you do at Conestoga College? She said, well, I'm one of the chairmen of the board. And I said, how do I get an intern? And she looked at me puzzled, and I said, I have a, I have a paintball podcast that... I need an intern to help me do some social media and some editing and stuff. Would you, you know, would you have someone available? And she goes, "Yeah, I'll give you. I'll get you in contact with the right person." So we'll see. We'll see. Same crap, but now shiny marketing. Oh well, yeah. Matt, if you don't think you've got it, I can. No, it's not coming. So all right, okay. I'll save the images for. Next week. Uh, Paintball Extravaganza, we're going to be talking about that again. That's coming up in February. Joe had all that information. might be to your left there. Do you know what the dates are? I sure do, Todd. It is
2: February 28th to March 2nd in uh, the Avante Palms Resort Conference Center in
0: Orlando, Florida. And you want more of the copy, or are we going to... No, I think that that's just the good. Yeah, right, I think perfect. that's good for now. So any images and anything that I had loaded up for tonight, we're going to have to forego just because... Uh,
1: or we can do that after Joe's video.
0: Ah, that's true. That's true. You know, let's play Joe's video. All right, well, why, why, why don't we play Joe's video? So <laughs> here you go, please, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen. Every week, Joe goes into the vault, grabs something uh, that is old and uh, may jog your memory from uh, years past. So have a look at that, and when we come back, we'll have some images.
3: Hey, it's uh, Joe from Flagler's Paintball here with another segment from The Vault, where we go back in history, back in the early days of paintball, and I show you something cool, something that's kind of neat, and something you may not have seen before. Today is no different. Today we're going to get a little, um, you know, with the colder weather, people are going to be thinking about summer vacations and not to rub salt in any open wounds. I'd like to show you about some of the new um, bathing styles. This is the UDT uh, Tiger Stripe Short not really a paintball item but it's tiger stripe and it's pretty vintage so it could fit into the vault for sure this is the uh, udt seal team swimmer short made in the usa this is from 1988 so it's pretty old this is um, from tiger stripe products when they were in um missouri in st louis missouri so tim schloss designed this i'm not exactly sure if he actually modeled these and wore these this is a size 32. It's not super long in the thigh, but it is genuine Tiger Stripe products material, so it's a pretty awesome Tiger Stripe pattern. It has a belt, two rear pockets, or oh, one rear pocket, no front pockets um, other than where you might stick your um, small bayonet button inside, and a, and a nice belt, so you can really do this up and jazz it up. This is the um seal team udt short and i think the only person this might fit on behind the bunker is gavin i might be able to squeeze into it but i doubt it but anyway thanks for watching this week's segment of from the vault and we'll see you next time Pew-
0: all right. So even though Joe was not on the show tonight, we managed to get him on the show tonight. So we're working on our images, ladies and gentlemen. Give us a moment. I also want to give a shout out to George. Hey. hey. Uh, he's the only one in the live chat of you guys that actually guessed where Joe is tonight. Joe is doing Zuby's web show. <laughs> so hopefully Joe's uh, a good guest on Zuby's podcast. And uh, Is it the angry podcast? <laughs> It's the podcast that has better technology than me because everything I buy seems to go to his, 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 is Everything you bought. I bought. Does it work now, man? No. All oh, right. Okay. All right. So no, no images tonight. Okay. Well, whatever. We'll sort it out. And, and we'll the get podcast ready. people celebrate finally. Yeah. No kidding. Ah, show those Facebook <laughs> listeners what's going on. All right. So we had a vault. Uh, a couple things I did want to say. February... So I got a notice today, which actually gives me a date. So February 5th is coming up in 60 days. And uh, it was 11, it would have been 12 years ago that day that I bought the domain behind the bunker. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. So we're 11 years plus into this show. And it was 12 years ago that I bought that. You just sat on it, you know, waiting for the futures to go up. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I made money off of selling my pumpkin futures. So, <laughs> right. no, so we bought it uh, that many years ago on in February, and we didn't go live until March, March the 12th, I think, is the date. So that's all. We're going to skip all the news, all the everything that we had for the show, and we'll get maybe right into tonight's topic. And we're going to watch you guys. Um, so Lisa Weaver says no prices, right? If we can fix it by the end of the show, maybe. But with Gavin uh, always winning anyways, I mean, he probably would have won tonight by himself. It's
2: true. And, uh, you know, it would be a party of one
0: because <laughs> Matt's pushing buttons.
2: You know what the prices are. So, yeah, Yep. The most lackluster game ever.
0: So there we go. So you guys, uh, as I say, I've never seen so many replies. It's been a while since I've seen this many replies, I should really say. Um, and you guys came up with some really good ones. So tonight we're talking about what would you guys bring back as a product? That may have existed a year ago or many years ago that just may not have fit the bill but if you could bring it back uh or even bring it back with today's technology maybe something that would uh was working back then like here's an example i would like to bring back the empire hud system you know when it came out it was very remedial but now with what's out there i bet you it could be pretty awesome if you're wondering what what the hud system is it was a lens inside your goggle lens that uh, projected an image on the bottom corner of your of your lens so you could see things like uh, the time, a timer, and a bunch of rudimentary things where now you could see messages pop up. you could see probably images. You know, I'm just trying to think like if Google Glass was around today, think of how awesome it would be. So that that's something that, that's an example anyways. What else could you put on a heads up display? Uh, field, like a team position uh, where, where your fellers are. Uh. GPS, so that you would have an arrow, so you know where you're going. How many times do you go to a paintball field? And I'll give you a perfect example. You know, I go, I've been a super game a number of times, but even still, I go back there and it's been so many, you know, it's been a year since I've been there. And then I don't remember what the name of the base is that we're being sent to. So imagine if you had like this arrow on your screen that pointed left or right or straight and you knew how to get there. You know, that would be kind of cool. That'd be helpful. I'd agree. And
2: I think when when it introduced, at least in Canada, it was almost inaccessible. Uh, Our data packages were, well, they're still quite outrageous, but uh, now we have uh, unlimited data for for most phone plans. And so I believe the HUD system did work off your cell phone, right? And so this would be really, really great now that we have, uh, we have accessibility, uh, you know, I think it would be far more successful, at least in Canada. Uh, I don't know how well it took off in in the States, which has lower plans than us or anywhere else in the world, but I would like to see that again.
0: Yeah. Uh, Neb in the live chat says augmented reality is already uh, banned in open water swimming goggles. It can be done. Um, And Lee Cuddle says, what about the internal fans? Uh, uh, Yeah, the internal fans. I'm thinking goggle fans, but they were too loud back in the day. What if there was Dyson Whisper technology. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's going to be a big market for Dyson. I'm thinking of a Swedish accent right now talking about how smooth the airflow would, uh, the non-turbulent air through your goggles would be. But yeah, great suggestion. Great suggestion. Um, Bobber One says, Bring back the SM- SMG68, but with a spool valve and electric select fire. Uh, stick mags like Titman, but 15 and 20 rounds. And a Picatinny rail... For optics. Yeah. Okay. Those are good suggestions.
2: Uh, Sean Loudermilk, uh, I guess a whole thread here, but I think he's really getting to ions, uh, and hopefully the price point is less than 200 to get the youngsters back into the sport.
0: Yeah, if you think about it, the ions kind of like, you know, it had, it had uh, break beam eyes. It had uh, clamping feed neck. It had... You know, an inline low pressure regulator. It had everything you would really need, but it was made pretty inexpensively. And if, but if you you could use better polymers than they did before, I think that could be a great entry level gun for sure, especially at that price range if you can keep it to where it used to be. Yes,
2: sir. Yeah. Um, East Coast exclusive says uh, the Angel, the W
0: Angel, for sure. You would like to to bring back. Bring back, yes, but what would you do differently? It was already a well-working marker, unless you put it into a spool valve. But it, it was, I don't know. It was awesome for its time. Didn't it require low-pressure output reg tanks? Um, it needed very low pressure. I remember that. You can run a high-pressure bottle on it because it did have an inline rag, but their shtick was they wanted you to double reg it, right? And that's why they were trying to sell you on their low-pressure Angel Air. Um, And that that leads me into what I think is I would like to see Angel Air come back. Yes, sir. uh, But with a smaller regulator. And if you're not sure what that is, um, picture your HPA, your high-pressure bottle that screws in your paintball tank or paintball gun um, where the fill nipple is. They had a large block. And on that block, it told you the output pressure digitally as well as what was in your tank. And I thought that was great. Like, I like a gauge, but I want to know that I have 4,150 PSI. Like it just, it, it made a lot of sense. And then when you're adjusting your reg, you know, you could see the numbers go up and down. It was more of an immediate thing. And that, that to me, I would love to see that come back. But again, something smaller. Um, John Jones in the Facebook chat says, bring back the egg loader, but with a door that didn't break after one use. Okay, John, I agree with you. Although I think they need to bring back the egg. But make the lids disposable, so as you break it, you just grab another one, slap it on top with Velcro, and away you go. Because you know you're gonna break them anyways. I don't know. That was the most poorly designed lid on the ever. Egg. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Sebastian um, Mounier says the DM4 he would like to see come back. So in his defense, think of that. The DM4 was the first version of the Matrix dice, yeah. that was. So die bought Matrix. They they put out the DM3 which was the regular die Matrix as it or the Matrix as it used to be. The DM4 is when they took it and they basically shaved it
2: down
0: and yep, put a proper trigger on it, took the weight off of it. That was the most revolutionary gun of the time. Um and I think that's that changed paintball forever at that point. And uh so I agree with them that was Although now looking back, that gun to go up against any other, you know, like this Geo here, this Geo probably weighs a tenth of what the DM-4 was, right? So, yeah. Tommy Tuomala says, I want my Hammer 7 back. (laughs) What would you do differently with that Hammer 7? I'd make it out of aluminium, uh, less plastic on it. I think I would change the valve system to maybe a spool. But make it still in the fact that you can customize it, but I would should definitely change the engine and on it. And the, right. the barrel wasn't the barrel a little weak on that? What was the barrel on a wasn't it a was it proprietary?
2: Uh, Spider had its own
0: threads, yeah, yeah, okay. So, well, Kingman or whatever it was, yeah, yeah okay. Um, JB Schumach on Facebook suggested a new angel would be awesome. So if a new angel would have come out with a new, with a spool and all that sort of stuff, I always liked the angel styling. I thought they looked cool. Like I thought like the little vent holes in the top of the gun was great. Um, I don't know, I just really liked it. And they had the branding of the angel in there really nice. Yep. But would could they compete right now against Planet Eclipse and DLX? Probably not. That's a really great question. Um
2: Really great question. I don't think so. I think I think the B's knees is playing an eclipse, right? I mean yeah. they uh, they squeeze every ounce of performance out of their markers. Um, but if, if WDP was still around, would they be able to w- would they continue to be innovative and uh, and try See, to be more efficient? And
0: Led's goes to bed every night thinking of how more, you know, grand their their markers can be. And I I think Angel being caught behind the eight ball being away for so long, I don't know that they'll be able to catch up quick enough.
2: I don't know. Um, Tim Miller from Australia says the Benjamin Sheridan bolt action. He last used one in
0: 1988, and he likes it. So let's talk about that. What about the What about the Benjamin Sheridan KP3 rifle with the wooden stock? What if they got rid of that nasty hammer and big spring, put a proper cro- uh, way to chronograph it, and again, I hate to say it, but put 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 in a modern like a lighter bolt, a Delrin bolt, and a proper. Yeah, that would
2: be awesome. Running it off HPA versus CO2. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, make the barrel a little bit smaller only because the paint is terrible these days. And that brings me to my next one. Mr. Zach says, field paint. Um, enough with the soap shot already. <laughs> uh, I-, I just would like a bigger bore of paint. Bring back the old stuff. When you guys may not remember, but man, 15, 20 years ago, that paint was really good. It was heavy. It was 6.8 caliber. It was, uh, yeah, it was good. Uh, Nemnello, who's
2: also in our chat, uh, contributed. He had, like, 24-hour role-playing scenario games back. 24 hours? That's a young man's game. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 9 o'clock, I'm sleeping.
0: Yeah. Are there many role-play games out anymore? Like, I know there's big games and scenario games, but... True
2: role-playing games with characters yeah. who are integrated. in It, uh, yeah. I think it's. You definitely see that more stateside. Uh, I think it's few and far between here in in Canada. But uh, why don't you type in the chat in terms of where you are? Are scenario role-playing games still
0: still a thing uh, where you are? John Jones says, "What about titanium barrels, but with inserts? Love the way they sparkled in low light condition. Kind of like his eyes." <laughs> <laughs> In low light conditions, when yeah. John Jones That's his cataracts. has a freshly caught chicken in his arms, <laughs> boy does his eyes light up. <laughs> uh, Bobby Dowst says, "Zap Advantage Paint." I liked right, well, Zap Paint. Okay. I really did. So let's talk about paint. Some of that Zap Chronic was really good. Uh, honestly, like we weren't a, a supporter of Zap at that time, but looking back, when we shot it, it was always good. Uh, some of the Falcon graffiti. Was some really good paint, um, Marbleizer back in the day. It's embarrassing what they're putting out now, but the Marbleizer paint in the day was really good. Marbleizer All Star was fantastic, and even the Evil they put out this year was decent, but it ain't no Evil. Like that Evil paint they used to sell was fantastic. I really wish GI would get back to selling quality paint. <sighs> yeah, and maybe I'm. Maybe it's nostalgia. I don't know. But uh, there could be
2: some willful nostalgia going on. Uh, But I would agree they were bigger bore paint. Uh, It was uh, it was beefy. (laughs) Uh, And uh, when it when it broke, when it broke, uh, you know your your opponent was covered.
0: Yeah. Uh, Lorenzo Wade says Bushmaster line SI. Is do I have one down there behind you to your left? By the way, green. Do you know? No. Okay, might be buried. Can't see. But again, think of all these great old markers that we all fell in love with. But imagine them with like the new technology, how fantastic they would be. Uh, Someone in the, someone in somewhere in here, and I don't know where it is, mentioned the uh, Piranha Evo. What? The Piranhas were a good marker back in the day. But could you imagine if they had like a little better quality, a little better internals in them? They would get so many people back into the sport at that price point.
2: And I think you bring up a great point. I mean, even with the ions and the piranhas and the spiders, and we need a quality marker at a low pro, uh, price point, right? To yep. get that that gateway marker to get people into the sport.
0: I'm oh. going to end this topic, by the way, unfortunately, with uh, with Alex Keating in the live chat. His comment: He says, "I would uh, bring back artist Paintball. <laughs> I miss both locations." Yes, sir. We're working on it, my friend. Believe me, I was in grown-up clothes today working on it. So, we are we are getting there. Tim Miller says, uh, Piranha Long Barrel." Yeah, I don't know why I ding that, but he, here's something. It's not gear related, but you'll either agree with me, Gavin, or you're gonna think it's a stupid idea. But bring back Warpig.com.
2: Yes, uh, Bill and Don Mills, uh, yeah. the one of the first internet uh, web-based, um, basically media sites right so you had videos you had articles you had uh, chat uh, i would like something like that again so the the early days of the at least internet and how it, uh, how paintball sort of gravitated to it yeah those chat forms yeah right? yeah yeah like we were all, we all had chat names and different accounts and you know there were some there were some chat forms where you could be anonymous and so people to- really told you what uh, what they thought of you yeah uh, and other ones were a little bit better moderated so
0: are you talking dating sites or? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris- Christian <laughs> Mingle. Christian Mingle, yeah. 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 They're, they're brutal on Christian Mingle. All right, Neb Nella is going to be banned for his comment. He says a piranha with better parts is a spider. I agree with Neb Nella. How no, can you disagree with that? Shit. Come pull on, shit. come on. Neb, I'm on your side. These guys are idiots in the sh- in the, uh, the studio. Okay, Neb, you and Gavin can take a long walk. <laughs> That's right. Piranha, okay, spider looked better they had better styling. They looked great. Their ads were phenomenal. But at the end of the day, I would put up piranhas against spiders any day for quality. Let's We do ran, it. We Let's ran do rentals it. of both, and the piranhas were always. Now, when I say because nobody okay. used them, that's why right? they were always brand new. <laughs> nobody when I say used that better, shit. I'm not saying like better as in a Ferrari is better than a minivan. I'm saying marginal. But I, I, I would, I would, I would probably put my money on piranha. Unfortunately. Yeah, Nebnella, he knows what he's talking about,
2: you guys are idiots. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I didn't voice my opinion. One okay, or the other. You can still call him idiot. You were head, head nodding. You were supporting Todd. Yeah. But I
1: mean, if you run either on high-pressure air as opposed to CO2, I'm sure they'd just work as fine as yeah. ever. Yeah.
0: Nice to see Logan, Bernard, and Rico in the uh, live YouTube chat. Yeah. Um, yeah, so anyways, War Pig was good. That was back in the day when they were actually like they were legitimately like covering events as well yeah. and traveling and. And,
2: I was uh, I was accessing the site through dial up internet, so you know I was committed yeah. to what their the, the content.
0: Yeah. I just thought of this after reading or thinking War Pig and what else? What about Faceful Magazine? Any print magazine, yeah, like Jungle, yeah. Faceful, uh,
2: Action Pursuit Games.
0: Well, Faceful was my favorite because it was like face uh, it meet, it paintball meets FHM yeah it was a little risky at paintball times Paintball yeah. eat meets maximum for you for those of you that don't know who Maxim FHM was they were adult uh, oh. male adult um, uh, magazines but they were not like there was no there n- were gentleman magazines yeah, but they, they were, were not they were not uh, yeah. they were not playboy they were not nudie mags they had they had definitely models in them but they had like articles were like you know like do you stink five things you can do to attract women and or you know like uh do you stink <laughs> I, whatever whatever you read religiously <laughs> yeah. i think that sums up the magazine pretty well <laughs> but it is it's like it's like uh the women's magazines have take like you know oh, have cosmo have cosmo lists and you know the yeah. top 10 sexiest this or yeah you could do kegels too uh
1: <laughs> I think Maxim was geared more towards, you know, teens as yeah. opposed to adults. Mike
0: Thompson says, Faceful, Faceful and PB2 Extreme were monthly purchases. I remember going into Chapters, and on a Friday I would go and I would buy, yeah. I would buy those two magazines, APG, anything that had paintball in it, I would buy it. Some weeks I'd come out with one or two. Other weeks to be like four or five, depending on the, the, the time of the month that you would get it at. And they were great. They were really good. Now, I know this is a slight aside, but do you remember uh, PBX or Paintball 2 Extreme's TV show?
2: So it was on, I think it was on the Spike Network, if I'm I'm not mistaken. Uh, But it was like once or twice a month. uh, They had this Paintball TV show, which was absolutely crappy at the time, but, you know, really, really fantastic for for the sport.
0: Uh, The last uh, one I remember of those, they they were interviewing whatever the team it was. Oh, Direct Damage. Five is one, baby. That's right. Roger Weaver says, APG all the way. Um, Shooting Hot was a great magazine by, uh, I'm not going to mention your name, Spider Lover. Uh, Bobby (laughs) Doust says, I wish I could bring back my body in my 20s with my knowledge of today's paintball, LOL, and it would be sexy time. Yeah. If we're going back to uh, defunct media, Jeff Hansen says, dirter. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I loved the short bus segments. Yeah. I I know it's played out, but I would love to see them do something like that again.
2: Yeah, it's all DVD, right? So you'd look forward to to getting things, you know, like picking that up uh, before you can get short clips on like Facebook and the the internet really. Yeah. Uh, but you'd look forward to whoever had the latest version of uh, of the CD and you'd you'd swap it out almost yeah. like it was your own personal block blockbuster and then...
0: John Jones says he bought Paintballer monthly uh from virtual from virtually to first edition to the last oh virtually from the first edition to the last so does that mean you actually did or you just virtually did it but yes i i any of the paintball magazines we have not hundreds but we have loads of magazines oh i
2: pitched all mine out thinking that you know what i wouldn't want them again but uh that, that's not i would love to you know, a little bit different now sitting on the toilet with your iphone in your hand versus uh, you know flipping through a, a magazine uh, but yeah, no. I wish I, I wish I hadn't thrown those out. And Mike Thompson uh, in the chat says he has the complete PBX or PB2X show uh, series on DVD. So nice. He's got a copy of that. That's great. Nice. So it actually did exist. You it did lying. exist. I'm not lying.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do want to get a direct damage uh, jersey, but I don't think there's any 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 to be had. Um, Eli Booth says Brass Eagle Stingray two. I agree, but I. Disagree. Like, I, I get the nostalgia of it all, but I don't know how you can make a Brass Eagle Stingray better without, like, completely starting from scratch. Oh, well, Justin, um, uh,
2: Polly says uh, the same thing to Stingray 2. So how could you make it better? Um, you could only get, like, two or three balls a second because if you rapid-fired that, it would just degas. Yeah. Well, it would rattle. All the pins would rattle
0: loose. And it would just fall apart on you. Very true. <laughs> um. I would like, now that I'm looking out of my corner of my eye, an Echo twenty twenty goggle. Okay. But with a Dyson fan. (laughs) Did you enjoy the twenty twenties though? I thought they were. You know what? They were not on my face. Like they didn't touch my face. They were they were far enough out. Really? They had the flexible sides and they had the most cushion or padding around their goggles than anybody else did. There's one up there if you want to look at it. And it had a horrible graphic of a guy. Being extreme, yeah, on the, the whatever side his of hair it. or whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: But yeah. I, 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 and I don't have a large head, but I found it really, really tight. I found it really, really tight. Uh, you <laughs> sure know, like did. almost like cutting the circulation off tight.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we had different facial. I, I just remember it being very cushy, and I enjoyed it. I just so when you passed out from the lack of blood circulation. Uh... Yeah, and the other thing is when you take the fan off because the fan is on the visor. When well, you take that off because you don't need a visor. You need a headband like that is like, I would then spend $300 on a hormesis headband. I, 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 yeah. Do you remember somebody left one of those at the old, old indoor field uh, and they were washed, like
2: submerged in water and the fan still worked? Yeah. <laughs> 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 like it's a miracle. A um, miracle.
0: John in, uh, on the Facebook comment, uh, he said, I would like to see the Nova done correctly make it uh, with pneumatics, like an autococker, no back block, just the barrel moves and throw a spool valve. So timing isn't an issue. I don't think I want a paintball gun that the barrel moves. I don't understand the benefits to that. And maybe I'm new to it. I really enjoy the Nova. I'd like to try one and see it. Maybe I'll eat my words. I I, I don't know. Yeah. It just seems like a foreign concept. It's just,
2: Yeah. Uh, Jason Bryan says, amber com- amber-colored amber lenses uh, with the red-orange tint, not yellow-tinted ones, red-orange tint, amber-colored lenses. So everything looks like a rose-colored. JTH yeah. says,
0: this, so much this. So he agrees with the comment. <laughs> yeah. Tommy Guns 1313 not to be confused with anybody else, says, Max Loader, paintball backpack. They are discontinued. They stopped making them. Uh, I believe there's a market for that. I I think there are people that do like carrying 2,200 rounds of paint on them. Um, But I think they could strip that down a little bit. It has two loaders inside. It has one at the bottom to bring it up to the top and then another one at the top to send it down the hose to your gun. Um, Essentially two halos in there. Uh, Jason Dipp had a little bit of a rant about JT,
2: uh, and to really sum it up, he said basically, uh, JT before GI purchased it, uh, before things went down and it was an independent company. Before limited edition? Before limited edition everything, uh, that came out. Uh, but yeah, JT, when quality meant something. Yeah.
0: Do you remember when they had limited edition red? Now it's... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, too soon. Um...
1: Josh E says Nexus D 2 DC2 Cocker. That's still one of my favorites.
2: Yeah. Aesthetically. Yeah. Stanley Norris says he wants to see uh, wants to see somebody buy Warp Sports and start making some sexy danks again or darks again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that I would the danks, the like, dank.
0: So Exalt has a cleat and shoe, but I w- I would like a casual paintball casual wear shoe like the dyes used to have ATCs but something that actually has grip and that's safe to wear would be awesome um who is it here Scott oh sorry Kelly Kim says the smart parts SP8s really I don't know if I like the look of those it was Um, all plastic too wasn't it yeah yeah I I would like to see so here's I'm gonna say this because Joe's not here not, not to pick on him but the Defender, I would like to see them bring the Defender back, but with maybe not such a long stock. Like it's too long of a gun. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but I do love the integrated hopper system in it. Um, I just, I, I always found it too long, and I didn't like the grip, it was too big. Um, but I think the idea of what the Defender is with a built in loader system is a phenomenal idea.
2: Wow, Jason Diff has more contributions to our show this evening. Uh, he says the OG shoebox shocker, the closed bolt system, but with a modern t- with modern tech, slimmer build,
0: uh, and then being a brick on the stick. But would he like a big lead weight back on it to be remembrance of what it used to be, or would he like it slim down and, and trim, but just with that it's shot?
2: Slimmer than being a brick on a stick,
0: so. Maybe he does. A
2: modernized version of it or different materials so that it's not a million pounds.
0: All right. I'm going to reserve my comment on this until I hear yours, Gavin. JP East wants to bring back the warp feed. No. <laughs> no, it had a time and place, and uh, that place is dead. I yeah. don't think... Even if they shaved the pounds off of it, even if it wasn't a paperweight, there's something about having a loader at the side of your gun... Like, you just can't... Okay, so back when the warp feed came out, and correct me on my ignorance on this, because maybe I'm off, but guys that were shooting with their right hand would would come out of their bunker and shoot with their right hand. If they had to shoot out of the left side, they would cradle their gun with their left and at best lean out the left. Little T action? Exactly. And the gun was turned sideways. So I understand that for the time. Today... It was the style of the time. (laughs) Today, you have a gun that's ambidextrous so that you can come out of the left side of the right side of your bunker and still be as small of a target as possible except for you now see the pros and it drives me nuts if they're right-handed they pop out of the left of the bunker still using the right hand and they do this quick snapshot thing but what it's doing is it's encouraging everyone that's watching it to think that they can still do that but they take their time when they come out of the left they're not snapshooting they're just that's how they shoot their gun so I don't know, but the warp feed in general, I think it's an antiquated technology. I I would I I agree with you. I thought how you, would were you gonna say How that. would you update it? <laughs> how would I update it? It did get updated when they came
1: out with the Defender. Yes, that's true. There you
0: go. Yeah, I I think having a, a loader uh, favoring one side of your gun or the other makes no sense. Right. I, I think I think yeah. Uh, Christopher Strunk says Reds Gear exclamation mark. He wants
2: all of that stuff back.
0: I'm kind of over Reds. What? I agree that the Red Swab was the best at its time.
2: But Gear Bag would... and
0: Stool? Gear Bag and Stool! <laughs> but I would still take Ed's Exalt Squeegee over a Red Squeegee. If you gave them both to me, I would play with Ed's. But I would play with Ed's old ones where he yeah. had Schwab on both sides. Make an eye contact. <laughs> I don't like a Swab on one side and the ho- a Straight Shot on the other. Like I understand it, but I would prefer to have a double-sided Schwab. Um. Yeah, more about the angel guns I'm seeing. More, wow, several people, a whole page about angels. Adrenal- um,
2: Adrenaline Paintball would like to create a mag-fed A5.
0: Mag-fed, A5. How would that? So, are you feeding into the cyclone feed upside down, or maybe the cyclone feed became the magwell? But like the the A five was awesome, not because the gun was awesome, but because it had that cyclone feed. You never missed a shot was the kind of the shtick of that. Plus, it was a little more performance. I, I, I do I do like that. Um, what about this one, Michael Alexander Quinn? I'm giving him full credit because I don't know gonna be controversial? Yeah, I would like to see a revamp of the Automag. Be cool Ooh. as shit seeing the autococker versus auto-mag bullshit back. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, honestly, don't really think there was really anything else AGD could have done, says Jason Turner. AGD is and was an awesome marker. Yeah. Like, I say is because it still is. I don't know that it needs technology change. Um, Matt, would you? No.
1: I don't think there's much else you can really do to it. I'm sure there is. Like, more creative minds could obviously think of something better, but I don't know.
0: I think those creative minds are monitoring stars and. Stars and dinosaurs and DB Cooper. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, JT Ike says, uh, Vince Predator masks, you'd like to see back.
0: Joe Um, would concur. I have a fantastic one that I want to share with you guys. And we're going to talk. We're going to continue to talk about this uh, as we uh, as we continue on. But before we do that, we have to take care of some housekeeping. And with that, I'm going to let you guys know about Planet Eclipse. So every game bunker or gunfight has a story. Now it's time to pull the time to pull the trigger on a Planet Eclipse product. Whether you are laning the snake um, or storming the beach, make sure your story has a happy ending. Planet Eclipse creators of those happy endings. Enola Gay plumes. Plus and clouds. EG Smoke
2: gives you the cover, color, and contrast you need if you're taking pictures, in the pictures, or want to be out of the picture. Pull up, pen on an EG product, hashtag pop smoke. AirUps, inflatable designed to hold air all day. They're designed and manufactured in America by Brent Davis and his crew. Nothing can beat AirUps. They're thick welded seams, stainless steel hardware. They have multiple color and print options available. Oh boy, don't let your game be deflated. Get AirUps at AirUps.com. Ah, Ruthless. Rowan was not built in a day,
1: but you sure can look good while doing it. Ruthless now offers fully sublimated team packages, everything you need to look good on the road to victory. Use the promo code BTB15 to save
2: 15% on your next order. Exalt, often imitated or copied, but never duplicated. The Exalt brand is constantly evolving to keep you out front and in the game. It is
0: tournament ready, battle proven, and it is available worldwide. DLX Technologies, guys, inspired by the best. DLX has created the new benchmark in high-performance markers. Now with the TM40, the evolution continues light, sleek, and fast. The TM40, available only from DLX. From boondocks to boulevards, whether you are sidewalk
1: surfing or blazing a trail, one wheel leaves the riding to you. Charge and go, day or night. Use the promo code BTB10 for 10% off at ride509.com.
2: It's never too early to play holiday music, and it's never too early to start thinking about gifts. Whether it's for a friend or friends in your pants, you can make this season to be jolly with Manscaped. Do a little drummer boy a favor and use your Lawnmower 4.0 to avoid another silent night in the bedroom. (laughs) Then add a Manscaped's top-of-the-line shower products to have the people thinking, all I want for Christmas is you. Santa cares about his sack and so should you. Look nice while you get naughty by going to Manscaped.com and use the promo code BTB20 for free shipping and 20% off your purchase.
0: Didn't know if you're going to the bumper.
1: All right. I will do it at the bumper.
0: Actually, hang tight for just a second here, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jeff Thompson says, I know uh, last week I said no more reads for Joe, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Bobby Doust um, says, Bring back sock hats, but with Bluetooth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: Bluetooth sock hats. Everybody likes Bluetooth.
0: And then Rick O. Is gonna get banned from the YouTube chat. He says, "Bring back the evil omen." So, what they did is they did, and it's any other marker. They retooled it, and uh, any marker that currently works is the new evil omen, ladies and gentlemen. Um, bring back Bob Long, the man, not the product. Says Adam Lovejoy. I wonder what Bob Long is doing these days.
1: Yeah, where did he go?
2: Last hunting. Maybe last I heard, he had like a fire at his place, and that was like a decade ago. But, huh. Oh, yeah, what is Bob Long doing?
0: Um, do you know? Did you hear who uh, had a bit of a fire and caught, got, burned himself pretty well? Not bad, I guess, but burned himself. Talking Leno Soya, Leno, Oops. yeah, he, Jay Leno. Oh, okay. Uh, he was working on a car in his garage since he's a car guy. Uh, fuel splattered on him and somehow it ignited. And I was, he spent, I was, I was smoking a cigarette. <laughs> he spent 10 days in, uh, in, uh, in like a, not a hyperbolic chamber, but something to Ranch relaxo. Mm-hmm. Probably. Getting out the wild turkey. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, so I don't feel bad for him. Somewhere in there, there's skin. There's some sort of a chin joke of he had lots to, anyways. <laughs> but he, yeah, so apparently he's back doing his thing. So we're okay. going to continue with, t- t- with, uh, with, um, the the topic at hand ladies and gentlemen so if you have any more you want to put in the live chat by all means um a lot of people again with the angels so here's the one that i thought would stop the show and i uh, and uh, for me patrick laroca hydrotech paintballs so for those of you that don't know what hydrotech paintballs are they were a water-based uh water-soluble paintball um from what I understand, it was clear fill, but I'm sure they would have put dyes and pigments in it, anyways. But it was essentially like a clear, clean fill for places that needed to not be destroyed. So, like an indoor facility, or if you were playing on, uh, you know, land that you didn't want to get destroyed. Or
2: so it was. De- it was definitely water based, hence the name Hydrotech. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do remember the early um, releases on it as well that you were. They were able to break into separate colors. Right. Yeah. Uh, and so yeah. the paintballs themselves could actually, they, they could withstand water. They could be submerged and still be able to function. Yeah. Um, it was really, really promising. And all of a sudden, boom, everything disappeared. I don't yeah. know much about jelly balls.
0: But would you? Would they be comparable? No, I don't think so. I think it was more. It was, it, it was an actual paintball encapsulated with clear what would look to be water is how I would describe it, I guess, probably better. Uh, but it was an actual paintball. Like it was encapsulated encapsulated like a paintball. Yes. Uh, Regnick1133 in the live YouTube chat says, Bob Long stopped making markers because of the loss of his daughter. And oh, boy. I didn't him. know that. Okay. So I apologize. I hope I didn't say anything. Uh, but I didn't know. So if I did say something, then I'll plead the ignorance there. Uh, so Hydratech. Yeah, that would have been pretty good. What about... Um, yeah, what about, uh, what about your sand-based paintballs? Are you getting anywhere on those?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, that's flying off the shelves right now. You know, <laughs> like uh, in addition to um, Manscaped um, promo code, if you send an email to showbehindthebunker.com, you can get 20% off of your first purchase of uh, Terratech <laughs> as
0: well. When they ship. When they ship. Uh, Roger Weaver says, supposedly there was three separate colors for Hydratech. Um, and if Roger said it, it's got to be true. That's right. Um, Bobby Smith would like to bring back the viewloader hoppers. I agree. I think a, I think a cattail is required for most hoppers agitation. I'm pretty agitated
2: too, but I want a nine, a simple nine volt um, agitated hopper. None of this two damn nine volts uh, for those rich people <laughs> who can afford the, that you know, the amount of times I had to remove uh, the battery from my smoke detector.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just so yeah. I could <laughs> play a game of paintball. He risked his family's <laughs> life just so he could play paintball. <laughs> okay. So here's a question: Maybe any of you out there that could answer this. So I have. Um, security cameras that I bought through Amazon called Blink and they're great. They're battery powered. They're all, they're wireless. Now you have to, but they don't, so uh, not really actually. You don't need them. You could just have locally, but the problem is, not the problem, but my point is they take two AA batteries, but if you put regular AA batteries in, it will fry the camera. It needs a lithium battery. So you buy them at the grocery store, wherever you get your batteries from and it's the lithium. So I buy Energizer lithium batteries. And they last a long time. Why can't we have a better hopper that has either rechargeable or like a lithium style battery in them?
2: Yeah, somebody just put in the chat, uh, USB rechargeable um, hoppers.
0: All right, William Bailey, I didn't read your comment. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there's so much better technology out there. Like, Wouldn't that be great if you're charging up your marker anyways, you're charging stuff. Why not just plug your loader in? You know, I have... I'm just looking around the room, I, have a, I have a helmet that I wear that has LEDs in it for, for riding at night. And that... I, it takes me an hour or two to charge and it runs for three hours. Um, I have GoPros that take an hour and run for quite a long time. Tablets. Like, why can't we have a loader that you just charge USB on the way to the field? Granted, I know it's easier just to throw in double A's. I get that. But it would be nice to have a battery that you wouldn't have to charge all the time. Um... Uh, just... So, Bane Harlock says uh, three answers
2: one, an EMAG, uh, a oh, trilogy, yeah. Select Fire, and last, a vm
0: 68 He'd like that bad boy back again. What about Phenoms? Brandon says, bring the Phenoms back. Okay. Um, I don't know. There was nothing wrong with the Phenom. Um, Egg Loader says, Randy Schultz again. He
2: says, but much better plastic. Colin Cooper, near and dear to my heart, the VF Tactical Autococker.
0: And the Edema gear as well. Okay, Mike Thompson's going to get a little credit this week. He says, what about a recharge battery pack for your loader? So much like a GoPro, you can charge it there and then buy a separate one. All right, Mike, you're back in the club. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Jeff Thompson would like to bring back uh, the Behind the Bunker Tiger Stripe hoodie can't bring it back if it never existed. <laughs> That's right. They're it's like an illusion. I don't know why you guys believe the green screen that we have with our behind the bunker tiger stripe hoodies. It's just augmented reality is what you're seeing.
2: John Jones. Now he's getting a little bit creative in that ditch with his chicken.
0: <laughs> uh, he's saying like a splat master but mag fed. As long as he doesn't have a splat master with the chicken in the ditch <laughs> then he's fine. Um, yeah. Eli agrees with the Phenom. The Phenom was a great marker. I think think i prefer the a5 over the phenom i always felt yeah, the phenom was I just a agree. little bit more not that there was anything wrong with it but the a5 was a phenomenal simple marker um so mike thompson says it's an actual product for the spire yeah i know i guess i was originally thinking something virtual like built inside the loader with just a little usb port um, Bobby Smith says view loader hoppers as well in the uh, YouTube chat. And Virick says, uh, what about bringing back 250 cal? There we go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Chris Schaefer wants e-bladed conkers back. I would like to bring back custom products company. The unfortunate thing is everything that they made in aftermarket parts was taken away by the gun manufacturers themselves so like their their asas that they used to make their drop forwards their drop backs drop forwards tank drops all that sort of stuff don't need them anymore uh but i did love their company i loved being able to go imagine ladies and gentlemen if you had like for example this geo sitting on the desk right now it's phenomenal it's awesome there's absolutely nothing wrong with it however let's say you wanted to drop your tank down a little bit and bring it back or do something, or I'm not even thinking of a, of, a, of a rational idea here, but think about it. Many years ago, you used to be able to go to a paintball store, trade show or, or, or event, and go to all the uh, all the paintball booths would have aftermarket parts for guns, and they would be, honest to God, good upgrades that you could put on your gun. Um, again, I can't think of a tangible product right now that could make this geo better. But back in the day, there were tangible products that did, like clamping feed necks, uh, you know, bottom line adapters for your guns, all kinds of stuff. Um, that was fun as a consumer. Uh, absolutely. That uh, was super fun. The, uh, the era of fiddly bits, right? You can go to
2: uh, for, uh, different booths and different stands, and you could certainly really customize the marker the way that you wanted,
0: yeah. both cosmetically and for performance. Um, John Jones is trying to defend himself. He says one lousy chicken. <laughs> <laughs> and a ditch. <laughs> Don't forget the ditch. The ditch takes credit. That's the part that sells it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs>
2: Brandon Smith says he wants spec ops gear back. Uh, he missed the custom loadouts you can build. Uh, he still has some OG custom vests.
0: He still rocks. Yeah, oh. so does Zuby. He wants another broadsword vest, I think. Yep. William Bailey in the live chat says, I still buy CP products from them. They are still open. In my mind, uh, and I get that, but my mind, they used to have a transport trailer truck that converted into a tent. That's how much they had for products and tangible aftermarket stuff. They are good, have always had good products. I just wish that they had things that were like the old days that would make such a difference. And again, I can't come up with an example, so I'm really not giving you guys much to go on here, but I just love being able to go to a show and buy little things to add on. Like, Think about the real steel market. If you own a Glock, you can go to SHOT Show, any gun shop, any online retailer and find little things like different grips for them and, you know, all, all different sort of accessories that can be bolted on and you can customize it out. With paintball, it's kind of not like that anymore, unfortunately. That's a lot of overhead, having all those fiddly bits. It, it is. It is. And, and I get that. But on the same token, you as a consumer, although you don't have the ability to go do fun things like that this geo as I say on my on my table is perfect there's nothing I would do to change it so I don't know which is better you can color swap with someone else but that's really about all you can
1: do aesthetically
0: yeah, that was a big deal back in the day. You and a buddy buying the same gun but different color and then swapping out parts and fiddly bits. Or baking certain parts. Right. Oh, yeah. But hey, hey, did you bake your gun? How could you tell? Because it's brown. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like bacon. Yeah. Is it brown or light brown? <laughs> oh, it's golden brown. My mistake. Yes. Um, I miss contract killer grips. Yeah. Um, and uh, also CP roller bearing triggers. Yes, that was a good one as well. They Spider rocking trigger. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Um, I have Hogue grips on my Spider TL plus well why wouldn't you Mike Thompson <laughs> <laughs>
2: Patrick McGooey um, Patrick says uh, Ronan gear uh, katana one barrel for every occasion
3: mm-hmm.
2: yeah um, a lot of air gun designs and angels still popping up
1: Matt do you have anything more on your sheets or did you go through them Uh, I really only picked out the most important ones. There's just a lot of conversation going back and forth about uh, paint size, which I agree. It should go. It'd be nice if it came back to 6.88. Yeah. Uh, Whatever it is now, 6.63 or whatever.
0: Yeah. And a little heavier, a little
2: more girthy. Uh, last one on my sheet that I will read is uh, from Lucas Myers, and he says the Brass Eagle Nightmare. Uh, Keep it looking as the original possible, uh, as possible,
0: but more functional and better modern materials. See, I like the KP three because I think the look—if you could bring that back—would be awesome. I do like. Um, oh, I can't think of the gun now that had its own. It was the. It was like a Defender, but back in the day. Um, like a Defender. So, they, uh, so Defender has a has a loader system built into it. This gun I'm thinking of was one of the one of the first within the first five years of paintball, and it had like a little hopper built in the top. You'd slide back. Mark one the, Uzi. Mark one Uzi. Thank you. So something like that with better technology would be would be pretty cool. Um, William Bailey says unique packs, goggle bags, and gear bags. Yeah, they're really isn't anything unique anymore, but on the same token, I don't know that you can get much better than a four plus seven uh, no, you, pack. Now you meant the actual unique brand. Oh, the unique brand. Yeah.
2: That well, was, that well was, they were thick,
0: uh, very great quality,
2: and they had a little, uh, if you were lucky to, to make a model, had a little barrel plug pocket.
0: Nice. Yeah. Well, William, just be a little more explan- <laughs> explanatory next time. Uh, what about Circle products were also good, yep. and Spec Ops we talked about already, for sure. Yeah. Aka Excalibur Viking says, uh, mm-hmm. "Rick O in the live chat. So you were a fan picked... of that, weren't you, Matt? I had a Viking yeah. at one point. So Rick O has chosen two duds tonight: the evil <laughs> omen and the <laughs> Excalibur. I don't know if I ever took it from you and shot it, Matt. I don't remember. To me, it was synonymous of an angel, like the styling of it. It was well, the I shaping mean... of it. Sorry, not the style. No,
1: the shaping of it was just like you know, like one of those brick shockers. They were huge." Mm. It had like a super long feed neck, did it not? I don't recall, but I think the one I had at a, a medium to
0: small sized feed neck. Normal size? Yeah, yeah. It's not about the size of the feed neck. <laughs> Do you remember when smokestacks? Yeah, uh, thing? That's, I think it was like uh, ah. it was
2: between like smokestack and uh, and a regular uh, feed neck. Yeah. Well, you know why they existed, right?
0: mm Hmm. Well, they were to Shoot help bastard. pre-feed pre-feed paintballs into your breech. Yeah, because
1: they didn't have force feed back then. Yeah.
0: All right. So here's the question, Gavin. Yes, sir. It is that time to say goodbye to our our Facebook friends. Should we do an after show on YouTube and continue on? I think we get a I got a couple of minutes
2: left in my evening. I I don't mind strapping in and uh, and talking about nothing.
0: It's fine when he straps in. The problem is when he straps on, then it becomes uncomfortable. Well, you're
2: always on the receiving end. So. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, so here's what we're going to do, ladies and gentlemen. If you're watching us on Facebook, we're going to say goodbye to you guys. We're going to continue to broadcast on YouTube, and we're going to continue to record for our podcast. So if you'd like to continue to listen, go download the podcast or head on over to BehindTheBunker.com or our YouTube channel, and you can continue to watch the show tonight. Uh, Mike Thompson, William Bailey, uh, Roger Weber, and everybody um, in the live chat, thank you so much for joining us. Eli, Jeff, Mike, John Jones... Bobby Gaust and, of course, everybody else. Gavin, thank you for being on the show. Great to be here, folks. Uh,
2: Josh and uh, and Joe, wonderful to your contributions this evening. We appreciate it. It's the best show ever because
0: of you. Yeah, thanks for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Dream team forever. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you to Matt for pushing the buttons. And, ladies and gentlemen, we'll see you guys over on YouTube in just a moment.
2: Don't be a freeloader. If you liked what you hear, make sure to hit the share button below. Also, follow us on our social media outlets like Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, ICQ, and now MySpace. If you want to join the conversation, post your comments and we might read them on the show.
0: Well, the show images, but I mean, that's just a technical glitch. Well, unfortunately, Matt screwed up and that's what it is. I hate that jerk. Yep. (laughs) Um, Speaking of which, I know this doesn't apply to anyone listening to the podcast, but next time you have to reboot after I've opened up my program and I did that in reverse order. So although it's your mistake, it's still your mistake. Absolutely. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the After Show where we talk about things sometimes not necessarily paintball related. Um, I did want to mention something to you, Gavin, and I'm sad that Josh and and Joe aren't here for this. So I was at my wife's work Christmas party. Let's just call it that. And um, my wife, a few weeks ago or last week, I guess it was, not only did she chime in in the live chat, but she also shared it to her page. So all of her friends, work work staff, all that sort of stuff, um, have, saw it come up on their timeline. And we had a bunch of new people watching. And the only reason why I know that is because I was at her Christmas party and three separate people came up to me and started talking to me about the show. They said, hey, I, I, I saw your show. And I said, how did you see my show? And they explained that it was on my (laughs) wife's Facebook page. You weren't supposed to see that. And I said, were you that bored? Right. (laughs) And they go, well, we we loved it. We didn't know much about paintball, but you guys were talking about everything and paintball. Like we found it entertaining. We thought you guys were quite humorous and fun. And we watched for like 45 minutes or whatever it was. And um, it was three separate couples that told me at different occasions that they watched it and they really enjoyed it. And they said, even though we didn't understand what you guys were talking about, we found your banter amusing and, uh, thought that you guys had a really good. Now, clearly there was alcohol served at this Christmas party, right? They were all, they were all four twenty. Yeah. <laughs> they were all, they, all right. yeah. Um, they were all on mushrooms <laughs> and, uh, one couple was, uh, the LSD couple. So no, but they, they honestly thought it was really neat. And, um, so it got me thinking because I was talking to one of them, and I said, "I have often thought of doing a podcast since I have the studio already. We have we have people that know what they're doing, and uh, have we all have good rapport. It would be nice to be able to do a after show po- style podcast like we do that has nothing to do with paintball, just current events, stuff that's yep. in the news, and stuff that we want to talk about it in life experiences, and just put together a couple podcasts and see how it's received out there." And they thought it was a good idea because they enjoyed it and didn't understand the paintball stuff. Right. Um, what do you think about that? I, I think it's a great idea. Uh, Hypothesizing I'm, that we I'm, have time for it.
2: I'm just going to say you, you have to get really, really creative in terms of how you market it. There's a million podcasts out there, right? And for somebody to go through a catalog and try to figure out what their what their interests are, yep. uh, I think it, it's a tough market to get into. Anybody can do a podcast. I mean, it doesn't... You already have the infrastructure here, so that's not the huge deal. The huge deal is, uh, what about your reach and how are you going to how are you going to um,
0: how you gonna do the reach around? How are you going to get people to uh, to download you on a, on a weekly basis? Yeah, and that's the thing. Like we we do have several thousand people that download us a week, so we would have a a, a little bit of that. But would they enjoy not hearing paintball and hearing f- you know Five Guys banter about everything else under the sun? I I, you know? I think
2: I think so. I think you know you know at that point. We become the product versus sort of talking about an industry, right? Yeah. In terms of like, I think people, honestly, you know, you can type in the chat now if you're like, would you like to get to know us a little bit better outside of sort of the the bankroll role? Like in yeah. terms of what are our, what what makes us tick, our, yeah. our politics, all of these things. Yeah. And I wouldn't really want to get into
0: politics. I'm, per not, se. I'm not saying it's
2: a poly, a poly talk, but just yeah. in terms of like you know what your values are, what your life experiences as you talked about. Yeah, uh, just to get get to know the the, the faces or the or the, the voices a little bit
0: better in terms of yeah. things outside of the realm of paintball. Yeah, uh, Jeff Thompson says not these five guys. Absolutely, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, I I don't know. I, I I listen to a bunch of podcasts. And I'd like to think we kind of know what we're doing. Like I found ours amusing. Like, um, I don't know. Our, our sound quality is is good. I've listened to podcasts that I found were really good, but the the audio was terrible. I don't mind a laptop in a kitchen, but I can't listen to five guys trying to talk around it. No, for sure. Um, um. Old Soul says you got to have an entire episode about posts for Joe <laughs> if you ever get back from his secret mission. Uh to get all of your audio gear back from Zubi, yeah. Oh, well, we could certainly improve the quality of the show if we stole the stuff back from Zubi. <laughs> yeah, that bugger. I bet you he's short something. I guarantee we'll see him next week and <laughs> we're we'll missing something. Fuses. <laughs> but I, I But I, I do like the after show because if there's something on our minds we usually talk about it and I find it amusing. And again, I'm watching the um, the retention uh, of our podcasts. And it and when we go to because we usually do about ten minutes of after show when it gets to the after show very very few tune out right so I don't know if I at that point do. that they've fallen asleep <laughs> and they wait till the end or if they have an honest hour commute and they need to right. get through the entire thing I was uh, you know I, I I wish that we were able to record the pre show us so, you know
2: we're getting to the studio putting the headphones on t- testing the sound. Um, I think some of our great conversations, and we see each other quite frequently over the course of the week too, right? Rather than just Monday nights. Um, but the conversation we have, there's oftentimes I'm cursing because we're going live, right? Yeah. You know, we're in the middle of a conversation and we're like, I yeah. wish people could hear that aspect yeah, about, I agree. Uh, of, you know, just, just the simple things in terms of what your day was like um, and, you know, ribbing on each other. Like all of those things I, I think yeah. is, is, for me, it, it, it's fun and it's entertaining. And I think other people yeah. would find it entertaining I'll, as well.
0: I'll give you a little insight And this is sort of off-show stuff that you guys don't see or hear. It's certainly off-camera. Gavin and I, when we interact in the outside world, I don't like him. We really don't get along. Um, I mean, this is studio nice. There's a difference between studio nice and as soon as the door gets slammed behind him when he leaves. Ooh, I'm going to cut you. (laughs) Yeah. No, no, I mean, uh, George, you, you have a point there. You could gain or
2: lose viewers from PTP based on uh, your views on other things. And that's true. But, I mean, we, we're all very different people. We all have different personalities. We all different, have different politics at times, too. Um, but, I mean, what we what we look for is those things that unite us versus, uh, you know, the deficits in terms of, uh, you know, breaking each other down. Like, I mean, we find more, it's easier to, it's easier to find, uh, you know, objection to somebody and, and dis- disregard them. But when you try to find those commonalities, I think that's that's really, really important. So yeah. for viewers, you know, you may not agree with my Views on everything, but you may it may you know a couple of things may resonate with you, uh, but that that's what makes us all unique and that makes yeah. it all, all different, right? And if yeah. you only listen to one source, or you know you get that group think, right? If you only think you know you follow or subscribe to people who, who agree with your point of view, uh, you're missing out a whole bunch of a uh, whole part of the world uh, that you you know that you're dismissing yeah. because uh, because e- either you're easily offended or um, it, it just doesn't no align with your politics. So I mean, our
0: first show will be about religion. And our personal views. Yeah, the second one will be preferences, and third is going to be titled "This is what I really feel about you." Yeah. <laughs> Once we get those three out of the way, then uh, then it'll just be fluff after that. But uh, no, I it's interesting because like we all have lives outside the show. We all have lives outside the the paintball community. You know, Gavin, Joe, Josh. We all have hobbies. We all do things outside the world. I think you'd be interested to know kind of what what those are and i don't think that again we're pretty pretty easygoing people i don't think any of the opinions that we that you think we may or may not have would be offensive to anybody but again you never know i guess once you talk to someone long enough you kind of figure them out right yeah, for sure and i'm 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 always open to to
2: changing as well right i mean I, i'm not some opinions are not etched in stone where i can't uh, i can't
0: consider another point of view yeah Jeff Thompson says, well, I could always use a little more gray noise to fall asleep too. And <laughs> Rick O says I usually fall asleep during the show. That's why I stick around to the after show. <laughs> nice. And John Jones says, I'm a devout Jedi. So there you go. Awesome. Yeah. There you go. Um John Jones has been a big advocate for us. Um uh, and I know that uh he wears our patches and he promotes the show in the UK and uh, you know, between him and Leds, they're our, our, our ambassadors for Planet Eclipse, and we appreciate you guys. We honestly do.
2: I mention him every week because I felt really, really badly. Uh, our Canadian Thanksgiving, mm. we took it off when we didn't post, and he set his alarm to listen to the show I know. Right? So i, I got to make sure, you know, to, to stroke his ego a little bit and, uh, you know, mention his name each week uh, so he doesn't badmouth listen to you, UK no.
0: So, Jeff Thompson wants to know what exactly Terratech Industries is. I'm not going to answer that question. Look, Look, he cursed that. He cursed. He cursed. He said WTF. That's against my politics. We're going to have to leave that till next week's (laughs) show because we are uh, running out of time. Time here is uh, what I'm indicating with my watch. Um, Bobby Daoust, I'll read this cold. He says, I think doing this great mix of paintball and general life is fine. If anything if anything but uh it not being constantly about paintball it attracts non-paintballers maybe throwing in uh, a game of the week video so i guess what i'm also talking about is if we were to do something it would not be behind the bunker it would be called something different it would be on a different uh subscription because i don't want to upset anyone that we're already de- you know have listening to us and they may or may not like us outside of the com- you know the conversation of paintball. But if we had a separate chat called, you know, a, a different podcast and we did it on a different night and uh I think it would be fun. Some of those
2: early shows that just you and I did, uh when I was hopped up on Scotch. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. boozy shows. Yep. Uh we need we need a couple of those where it's just uh, you know, we we get Ubers to the studio and we just uh we let each other know how we really feel.
0: <laughs> By the way, who was it? Somebody, was it Happy Holton? Someone tagged me in a post where they found episode 61. 61, yeah. I showed that. Behind no, I showed the bunker. That to, I saw my mom this morning and I showed oh. it to her, yeah. Do you remember how many weeks, Matt, we went trying to figure out microphones and sound? We had lapel mics. Yep. We had general condenser mics. We had all kinds of stuff and they were all... Garbage. Yep. And then I said, screw it. And I went out and I spent thousands of dollars on microphones. Like so, thousands of dollars. So, what was the original software you could see the show in the chat?
2: Um, this is pre-Facebook. We were
0: on live stream okay. and you stream at the time. Okay. Yeah.
2: Because I, I know you had a old TV and you
0: were streaming the chat as it was uh, it was going so on. So we, because we weren't on Facebook, because Facebook and, and YouTube didn't happen never, at that point, never yeah. let you stream. So we were using a separate platform, kind of like a Twitch of the day, but before Twitch. And I had to have a separate chat module that we had to pay for. So you'd go to BehindTheBunker.com and to the left, you'd see our live stream. And to the right, you'd see the chat module. And that was how we communicated with each other for, for the audience watching. So that's why we were able to pop that out separately. And us in the studio, we had this giant TV in front of us. So we were staring at your live comments during the show, which in, at, which, which in respect was much better than me looking down yeah. at all my chats yeah. on my monitor. Sure. I feel like I'm not paying attention to you guys, but I am. I'm looking at your, your live posts. So uh john jones did come up with a name for our new i podcast. saw it on
2: copyrighted before
0: uh he he does so yeah behind the banter i love the bance bance with the voice <laughs> yeah so we'll see I, I i don't know it's just a thought winter is coming and uh it is john snow we could we could do it the problem is by the time we're done here we're kind of chatted out so we kind of can't do it on monday nights and every other night of the week we're pretty busy um I guess the only thing we could do is sit down and do them as a recording, not video them and just, and send them out as podcasts and do one or two a night for. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, that's enough of that. Ladies and gentlemen, that has been our after show. Thank you to Joe and Josh for, uh, giving me more airtime. I appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) I have not once had to look over at Josh and, Egg him on to say, "Would you like to make a comment?"
2: Yeah, there's less teeth grinding in the microphone. Um, <laughs> Matt seemed unusually happy today. He, you know, there's no scolding or or, or uh, yeah. watch watch tapping, less
0: tech questions or less tech problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, There's a lot
1: less sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> there
0: sure is. You know what? I'm about done with the sauerkraut. I don't think we're ever going to see it Never. again. Never. So, all lies. All lies. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening at home. And uh, as always, we really appreciate you guys. Coming up soon is our Christmas show in a couple of weeks. And then we might be off for a week somewhere in there. I'm away. I know some of you guys are away. Uh, but we'll get to all that over the next couple of weeks. But uh, rest assured, you'll see us for the next few weeks. Um... And Jeff Thompson, with the last comment of the night, he said, Gavin, you would have won tonight. Price is right. (laughs) Thanks, guys, for watching. We'll see you next week.